This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And annyeonghaseyo, Annie. I'm too scared to try it. Don't you don't have to. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So welcome to another edition of Feminist Movie Friday, where we kind of abuse that term and (laughs) just watch things on the televisions and call it that. That's how I'm going to explain this. Yeah. Uh And uh, obviously, if you've been listening, you may already know that I have dove headfirst in the world of K-dramas. Um, I'm literally, that's all I've been watching. I, I think outside of when we watch movies for our own uh, episodes for the Feminist Movie Fridays, it's all been K-drama. It's just been K-dramas. Um, and what I'm talking about is Korean dramas and or sitcoms and or action shows, a lot of them. Um, and because I am who I am, I'm trying to ring Annie into it. Kind of like a hostage. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been fun, you know? <laughs> I think it's I think it's fair. After all the Star Wars I've made you watch, I think it's fair game. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because we've watched the same things repeatedly mm-hmm. for yours, but I'm giving you new episodes that are all like an hour and 15 minutes long and usually 16 to 20 episodes. So I feel like it's probably uneven at this point. I don't know. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes, so for this feminist movie, feminist showing uh, of the month, we are doing Strong Woman Bong Soon, or it's sometimes called Strong Girl. So the Korean pronunciation, and I'm trying, y'all, I'm trying to really get into my culture, is Him Shun Yo Ja Do Bong Soon. Him Shun Yo Ja Do Bong Soon. I did it. I didn't. Um, which originally aired in 2017 and has been held as one of the all-time favorites by many around the world. And apparently, Annie, there is a follow-up coming soon with the cameo of the original lead couple that we now love, um, if, since you've watched it. So, 
Let me get a review from you. How did you feel about this show? It was fun. Um, so uh, just like some background listeners, essentially, because as we've discussed, I had my refrigerator stuff and then Samantha had her more uh, job-related uh, religious trauma, I need to break stuff. <laughs> we were discussing about doing this, uh, about the K-dramas, and it kind of came up a little last minute. So I did watch the entire 16 episodes in two days, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was very heavy loaded on the second day. But no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I didn't expect because it has sort of a like superhero element and then it's got mm-hmm. like a serial killer element. Yes. Uh, so it had a lot of things going on that I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and then it was, of course, which I know we'll talk about, it had a lot of um, a lot of tropes that were very funny of like, you know, just the over the top gasping and uh the 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 love triangle and and just all of these characters that were very fun to to get to know and to watch uh so i I, yeah i had a good time i enjoyed it it was not what i expected but i really liked it okay well what were you expecting out of curiosity well you had kind of just given me the title so i was i was sort of thinking that it was going to be more about i don't know about like a woman trying to uh, to make it in the office world and is not taking any sh- from any dudes. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are you going like not emotional like, characteristics? <laughs> nah, that, that, yeah. They were I was literal. not expecting the like actual like superhero <laughs> strong literal, part. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better knowing that you're going to that. At least you watched the right one on this one. It's true. Well, I double checked. I was like, look, <laughs> I do not need another mishap. <laughs> If I'm going to watch 16 episodes of something, (laughs) I need to make sure that it's the right thing. (laughs) Yes. So there were several that we were talking about doing. This is one because I thought it was an interesting, because it was interestingly new and people have been hailing it as a feminist look, which is kind of funny because I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's truly feminist, but I get what they're trying to do, as well as the fact that the others were newer and I was like, I don't know if she, like, we don't want to spoil it for those who do love K-dramas. And if you do, shout it out to me. It's <laughs> like one of the most alchemy of souls, which I really, really liked. And then I was like, wait, it just came out this year, last year, not too long ago. So I don't want to ruin it for everyone. But if you like it, tell me, because I love hearing it. <laughs> so yes. uh, in this grab bag of 16 episodes slash probably, what, 18 hours worth of content, I'm just going to throw out the plot the best I can. Again, my Korean's very sloppy. So sorry in advance. I'm trying. I'm trying to get to my culture. It's, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, so we have the main character, Do Bong-sun, who's played by Korean star, and she is a huge star, uh, Park Bo-young, who is a woman with superhuman strength, which is given to all the women of the Do family. Um, the gift does have its limits. If a woman hurts someone or abuses it like her mother did, then they lose that gift. Um, And for her, she's tried to control and hide her powers because she's trying to look fragile and weak to be loved. But that's a whole different, that's that's coming later. (laughs) So then we also have the male lead on Minyuk, which is played by K-pop idol Park Hyung-sik, 
who uh, was also in, if you've ever watched it, The Heirs on Netflix is called The Inheritors with Lee Min Ho, who is a delight. And that whole show was very problematic, but I didn't make you watch it because I was like, this is too much. And it's so cheesy. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, he is uh, the male lead here, uh, who is a rich boy who owns a gaming company and is being threatened by an anonymous offender that we find out later. Um, and then we always have a second lead. Uh, and this one is, uh, the character is Ngukdu, played by the now canceled Chisu, um, who is an upstanding rookie cop. And if you want to know why he's canceled, he was a bully. He's been accused of being a bully in school, as well as some sexual harassment allegations. The sexual harassment allegations were dismissed, but apparently he did admit to being a bully. So he's canceled. He literally got dropped by his agency. Oof. That's how mm. seriously take that. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, uh, Gukdu is the high school love of Bong Soon's life but he always seems to be ignoring her and is currently dating a musician who is played by Sharina, uh, who is in several of the K-dramas that I've been watching and the ones I suggested to you. So I'm like, oh, damn, she's big. And then she's really young. I didn't know how young she was. Uh, but she plays the character Hiji, who is the love interest of Gukdu, but also the love interest of Bong Soon's twin brother. So many triangles. We have so yes. many triangles. And the brother is a doctor, so he is kind of more respected. And Bong Soon is uh, played as if she is not very smart, kind of lazy, falls asleep in class, can't speak the English phrases like everybody knows, apparently. And that's a big downfall. <laughs> I don't know. That was odd to me. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we have several triangles, maybe a square when it comes to the love interests, all of that. <laughs> um, but yes, we have this whole delightful back and forth between the love triangle slash love squares. I don't know. Like circles. Is it a circle at this point, maybe? <laughs> um, by these uh, delightful people. Bong Soon gets hired as a bodyguard after Min Hyuk witnesses her fighting off a whole gangster, which is another subplot, which is the comic relief when he <laughs> was bullying a driver and all these kids on the bus. And they, and she, you know, after trying to just say, please don't do this, she has to beat him up. He witnesses this, asks her to be his bodyguard after they go to the police and they all lie about the fact that she saved everybody, you know. The, the usual. Um, mm-hmm. She goes home all sad about Kukdu not loving her as per usual. Um, and then we come back and she does go to work for Minyuk. Uh, and she is his bodyguard. And he obviously at the very beginning is finding her very attractive, so adorable, keeps calling her cute and sexy, very inappropriate if you really think about how the, this boss thing is working. Mm-hmm. He even has her act as his fiance so he could fight off rumors that he is gay. That seems to be a whole thing in, in itself. We have Gukdu going in as a police officer and something has happened. What is it? It's the subplot. It's a subplot that no one ever actually expects and <laughs> is kind of n- newer to these type of genres in which women are being kidnapped by a really, really, really awful evil guy. Like, I actually had to tell you, hey, you might want to skip this. It could be triggering because it's fairly serious for such a lighthearted series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a definite tonal shift um, <laughs> where you're like, oh, kind of like, you know, cartoony sounds 
yes. love triangle square happening girl beating up gangsters and then one of one of my favorite subplots is just them being in the hospital for like the entire thing <laughs> and just like living in fear that she'll show yes. up again and then all of a sudden it's like and then he's kidnapping yes. women <laughs> and he's i mean trigger warning y'all he's beating them and they mm-hmm. do not hold back on the sounds at the very least uh mm-hmm. it's pretty intense but yeah so we have this whole subplot that there's a serial kidnapper in her neighborhood and they kind of go on about and gokdu is very involved in trying to solve this case he's the smart kid who comes in not you know not taking any shit. although i have to say they took a long time to figure this out even though they were right there a long time. I guess this is what, how you extend the series. Whatever. <laughs> um, so we have these both these plots happening. At one point, uh, Bong Soon does get involved in the subplot because her friend, her best friend, who comes to see her and hangs out with her, gets attacked by this man and is targeted by this kidnapper. She goes and saves her, uh, but she doesn't hurt him or tie him up. She just lets him go. I have so many thoughts of like, why would you do this? <laughs> Why would you do this? So he runs away in fear, but then she begins to be a uh, target for him, as well as Guptu, because Guptu keeps coming around his little workplace and threatening him, so we have all these things. So she becomes a target. We still see uh, her her love interest on, on Minhyuk coming in, trying to figure out who's blackmailing him. He's figuring it out. He's also trying to train her so she could be a superhero, and it's all this, you know, touching, such cute K-drama touching, which is barely touching. So it's like, <gasps> they touch shoulders. Yeah, all right. of that happening. At the same time, they are very much uh, infantilizing her, pretending like she's a child. He sets up a desk with this ridiculous laptop and a screen in his office because he doesn't want her to leave that mm-hmm. office. So many other things. But yes, eventually <laughs> he solves that mystery. Turns out to be the brother that he liked that has always protected him. He's heartbroken. But they move past it. Now they're on to this kidnapper. Um, at the same time, the bunch of gangsters that we talked about, who is the comic relief, keeps trying to come after Bong Soon because they are so hurt that they are, they are, their reputation has been tarnished. Ensues a big giant fight mm-hmm. uh, scene in the uh, warehouse, hilariously done. And then we find out Guptu, who has never known about her strength, finds out how strong she is because she's always faked it, even faking like she couldn't open a jar of jelly. Yeah which was hilarious in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we have several drunk scenes. If you know anything about Korean drama, you got to have those drunk scenes. <laughs> you got to have them. Um, I also appreciate that they always put makeup on to show their Asian flush, even though it's cuter on them than it is me, in which I turn <laughs> bright red mm-hmm. and look very bloated. Um, and so we go on to back to the kidnapping plot. He is targeting uh, her friend again. He finally captures her. He's trying to hide it, and then soon tells Bong Soon, come get her, essentially, lays a trap for her, finds out that she can lose her strength Yeah, if she does something bad and accidentally hurts a person, which I feel like it doesn't, like, if she doesn't know and she's not purposely trying to hurt someone, why would that be a thing? Right, it's not deliberate. Right, mm-hmm. like, I don't get that, but okay, because she's accidentally hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, again. Mm-hmm. I, I digress. But <laughs> so she goes to rescue the friend, accidentally hurts an innocent person. Her strength gets taken away. But find her two men in the triangle come and rescue her. Um, in which, you know, the, the hugging scene. 
when Minyuk comes through is like, you know, no, come back. And you think she's dead, but she's not dead. She's just yeah. passed out. Classic. Uh, yeah. All the classics. <laughs> in between all of this, yes, we find out that Gukdu finally figures out he's in love with her and is trying to compete with Minhyuk. Bong Soon soon finds out that she's in love with the rich boy, Minhyuk. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's going to give me a job. And he does because what her dream was is to develop her own game based on herself. Yeah. And so she's finally made it. He's kind of, he kind of keeps dangling it. Mm-hmm. Really kind of cruel. But mm-hmm. supposedly that's what she's doing. <laughs> we come back. We have an event which the kidnapper runs away. He's being chased. And you think he's dead. But no, he's not dead. He comes out from the lake. And he's alive. Yay. Not yay. <laughs> boo. Boo. I meant boo. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, boo. And then he now targets both all of them. Because he's like, it's all their faults that I am mm-hmm. here. And I can't get away. So he targets all of them. Goes to the main game, uh, main company that Bong Soon and Min Hyuk own, I guess. Bong Soon doesn't mm-hmm. own it, but she works there. Goes and then sets up this whole trap uh, and then puts straps a bomb on Bong Soon, of course. Why not? And, you know, we have that lovely scene between <laughs> Min Hyuk and, and her all crying about, don't leave, leave go away. He's like, I'll never leave you. I'm going to stay here with you. Yada, yada, yada. Because <laughs> she wants to save him. She gets her strength back, throws the dynamite in the air. Push. Fireworks. Oh, yeah. No, it becomes to fireworks. Somehow that dynamite yeah. becomes fireworks. <laughs> it becomes Korean fireworks. dramas. We love it. Um, <laughs> they embrace. They come together. They spend the night. He's like, I want you to love me. She's like, I love you. I see you. All these cute little things. I will say, Park Young-sik, he does the best cutesy smile when he's like in love with her. He really is very convincing about how, how much he adores her. It is very cute. <laughs> they're very young, but they are very cute. <laughs> they're not they're not young to you they're young, young to me so we go on and again the dude villain runs away somehow and escapes and is trying to leave the country and everybody comes together to find this dude they set up this whole trap he's bought a sniper gun to kill Bong Soon all these things they set up a whole trap uh, and then they catch him and they entrap him in a wooden prison type of thing and I'm like I feel like that would be easily movable it's just plywood. <laughs> I'm very confused. This dude, like, okay, but whatever. So mm-hmm. he gets caught, and when, he, when they ask him why he did it, he's like, it's fun. Uh, have you ever had a woman beg? All these things. Really gross. Really, really mm-hmm. gross. We see that uh, Dumong Soon has actually rescued all of the women who have been imprisoned and have been kidnapped, including her best friend, as we said. And uh, they all... I guess she still keeps her secret because no one believes the women who are like this woman rescued us, whatever, whatnot. And many of them are all traumatized. So that's realistic. I'll give yeah. them that. They get, they, that's realistic. Mm-hmm. And as we continue, uh, we see the, everything going happily ever after, except for the fact that Gukdu does not get love. He gets very sad. He does cry because he can't give the, the, a necklace he wanted. We also see uh, Min Hyuk, like, put trackers on her which I thought was odd as well but you know what whatever he proposes they get married the whole wedding scene is quite funny there's comic relief throughout there's the whole staff there's the twins of course the mother and the father and I didn't even talk about the fact that the mother and father are a complete train wreck but they're a complete train wreck and then she goes on to work at the company realizing that's not what she wants to do after she develops her own game 
and that her duty is to save people. So she goes back to being an intern, I guess, just to hang out with her now husband. I don't know. Uh, so th- that's what happens. And then they end up having two kids, uh, twins, who are all girls, and they end up accidentally beating up everyone because they are super strong. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yes. Which I, I don't know that you specified, but she is a twin. Her brother. Yes, that's right. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Also, I just want to add in another subplot because there are a lot of subplots. Yeah, there's so many subplots. Is that like she threatened the kids? Oh, um, yeah, the kids. <laughs> she threatened these kids who were like, I don't know, being jerks. Bullying, yeah. And then she uh, was like, go pick up trash. And so they kind of become like a trash brigade. <laughs> and like her biggest fans. <laughs> Yes, they are her fans. They have a whole site dedicated to her. Yes. Which is quite funny. And she calls them yes. my kids. Yes. But she looks younger than all of them. Yes, she am. That's my favorite. Especially like the leader guy. I don't know. Some of them look pretty young, but that guy, and maybe he is younger, but to me, he looked a bit older. <laughs> she is in her 30s now, I think. So like, then she was approaching late 20s, early 30s. I, I'm telling you what, when it comes to Korean stars, you can never tell. I am always thoroughly confused by what ages they are and truly believe they are like 20 when they're actually mm-hmm. 30. Um, the U.S. is like that too, but not as many actors are like that. There's a few. But here in Korean dramas, I'm like, wow, wow. You're, yo, you're playing like you're 25, but you're actually 32, but you look 18. I'm mm-hmm. so confused by this. Right. But that's all of it. Um, they even called the teenage kids call her old. They're like, what? Yeah. I would never. <laughs> no. 
but that was a pretty big, that was a thing. And then there was like that construction company that was like mostly in the hospital. A lot of it, they had like a, a rival they had all group. Gangsters. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. were all gangsters um, with this one dude who is a pretty big, uh, from him and the henchman who always like losing his teeth and that ended up being one of yes. the workers at the uh, software company or mm-hmm. a gaming company. Um, they're two big comedians apparently in the mm-hmm. South Korean acting world. And like, this is their forte. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. But that was the entirety of their makeup is to be the clowns, I guess, right. of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, we have to go through the K-drama list uh, so that you know every, I think almost every K-drama I have watched has included the cute tiny woman. And they don't, most of the leads that I've seen for like comedies and romantic comedies like these are cute. They are not gorgeously beautiful. They're the cute ones, which I found interesting. Lots of food, uh, including takpoki, which is very delicious. And I was craving it the entire time. Uh, a handsome chobol or the rich dude and the poor girl. Every time. Every day. Yeah. Every damn time. Mm-hmm. The overeager, <laughs> annoying mother. That's always a trope. It makes me really kind of sad. They have a scene with bumper cars. I've seen that in so many of them. I was like, wow, what is this? This is fascinating. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The aggressive pull is in every... I think it's gotten less and less and less, but the whole, like, yanking the woman by the arms is oh. constant. Okay. It's constant. Like, I'm like, Wow. Um, the idols, as we talked about, the main character here, a uh, main ma- leading man was a K-pop idol. Um, we always at least have one that mm-hmm. I have found out. Um, the usage of English as a way to establish a higher class education, which is interesting because that that's kind of that like the verbiage, uh, the phrases. They really look down on people who can't mm-hmm. uh, speak this, and I've I seen this in K-pop world too. I was like, wow, that's. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Lots of bullies. We have all the bullies. Again, the abusive, and then like specifically abusive bosses. And if anybody is actually from South Korea, can you tell me, can supervisors kick their employees? Because <laughs> I have seen this a lot Yeah. in the K-dramas. I am confused. I'm like, if that happened in our workplace, that person would be fired and sued. <laughs> yes. They definitely so... brought that up a, a lot of like the... I will slap you. I will kick you. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because <laughs> constant. It's not just, I'm like, wow, what? And the mothers. Mothers really like to smack people. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I think they've done well in like making sure that the men never slap women. Like that's not a thing. But the aggressive pull is bad enough to me that I'm like, what is, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of soju drinking, drunk scenes. That's the constant. Um, and the fighting and, you know, all the words. The backwards hug. That's a whole thing in dramas. That's supposed to be really romantic, apparently. And every time you see them doing it, the women always look shocked and dismayed. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, apparently, it's really intimate. Okay. Really intimate, just so you know. And then, of course, <laughs> product placement. Product placement everywhere. Uh, we talked about how John Oliver talked about Subway, and that was all in Goblin or The Guardian that you mm-hmm. and I watched because yes. I love But it was the entire thing. For this one, they had like high-end things like the chocolate place yeah uh was one of them uh the types of purses that -hmm. were bought was one of them um it was interesting okay and then the cars were volvos right yeah higher end the goblin had maseratis 
as oh. their vehicles. Yeah. I was like, what is that? Sun? I didn't even know. I can't recognize it. I was how little I know about cars and how, I guess, high-end cars, fancy cars are. And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, and this is the Volvos. All of them are Volvos. So yeah, those are those are the constant. I'm sure there's more that I have missed. The 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 awkward kisses where they just like the women always look shocked and turned around. I'm like, oh my goodness. Ooh. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so we wanted to talk about some of the themes because they did flip a lot in this series. They wanted to flip it on purpose. Many talk about the fact that they felt like this was more feminist and they were pushing it forward, talking about issues like the uh, Me Too movement. There was a point in which a man was groping a woman at the subway, which has been a complaint that has happened within South Korean culture, and her breaking his fingers, essentially, and walking away. Um, that is a conversation. Like, they made sure that they addressed it, and they talked about the fact that the uh, Take Back the Night uh, was brought up as well, and how that was a big feminist movement, which was the point of the subplot um, to talk about kind of the Me Too, sexual harassment, um, abuse towards women in that culture. Um, And I thought that was interesting because with that, they made sure that a woman could protect her own, which was Mm -hmm. kind of that conversation. Right. And they have that whole scene too where um, this guy is essentially bullying a woman, but they had like a minor car accident. And uh, Bonsoon gets out of the car and is like, and he kind of ignores her. And then the rich guy gets out and he's like, and the guy's like, okay, listens to him. And she brings that up. Like, she chases him down. She gets in the back of the car, makes him get off the road. And it was like, so you'll listen when a guy says something and tells you, and then you're all polite. But when women are telling you something, then you feel very comfortable, right. <laughs> like being very rude and being cruel and all of these things. So they definitely yeah. addressed stuff like that. Yeah, and they they did. I think they also, like, the back and forth with this is that whole uh, fragile girl bit, uh, infantilizing her a lot, uh, as as the boss would do when it came to her job, her work. Um, he was definitely patronizing because he kept saying she was cute. The protecting from her friend, same thing. Um, and then pretending like she was fragile because she didn't feel like she could attract him. Because mm-hmm. he made that statement and he said, I always saw you. He was like, I would have been fine, out you know, knowing who you are, like knowing right. the real you. Uh, but to me, you were fragile. I was saying that to describe you because I wanted you type of thing. And I'm like, right. that's so sad. Like, there's so many things wrong with that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't think at all this is unique uh, to the show. Like, we no. see that all over the place. But it, it is very, like, the idea that the man is the protector and that's what makes him romantic. And also, like, if he's not the protector, then he feels feminine or right. emasculate, like, emasculine. Yeah. So I think that that has seeped into a lot of our pop culture and, like, a lot of us have internalized those things. Like, I have found myself writing things like that, even though... right. I don't believe in those. Like, I don't right. think it should be that way, but it is something we just see everywhere. Right. And yeah, I mean, it had the good, it was two extremes, which was yeah. interesting. And I could get that as an actual thing for women who feel like they're, they're being told they're overbearing, they're, they're too loud, they're all too aggressive. You try to hide and shrink yourself because yep. you think that's the way it is and that's what she has done. And mm-hmm. then she finally came to the point of being like, nope, that's not who I am. This is who I right. am. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we have the love 
symmetries. There's so many things like <laughs> happening here, like the brother and the ex-girlfriend, and then they break up, which was smart. Like, y'all can't have this relationship, but it did make me sad. Like, brother was finally happy, but whatever. Um, and then we have the wedding, and then the fact that Gupdu still loves her and shows up for the wedding, and they still hate each other. That's kind of funny in itself. But And we kind of had a love triangle with the parents, too. Oh, we did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> with, it was Gupdu's mom, right? Mother, yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> she wrote a really cheesy book, and he loved yeah. it, and the mother was very jealous. But she also really <laughs> insulted him about, like, look what happened to me when I lost my, I had to marry him. Do you want this? And I'm like, oh, God. And he loves, loves, loves his daughter. Uh-huh. That's a whole thing. Yes. Mm. And then the conversation of superheroes, which is what she wanted to be, but couldn't figure out how to be. And then finally, by the end, she got, she accepted herself and became that superhero, which Min Hyuk, the boss, had always seen her that way because of the opening credit scene, which I did not talk about, in which he is going to see his uh, mother's grave. The, uh, the bus blows a tire, goes out of all kinds of ways, and then comes to a point where it looks like it's going to go over the edge after hitting a mother and daughter, and she's able to stop it. He doesn't ever get to see her face, but he knows he saw her and then painted a portrait of her, and then it turned out to be her. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it is quite a wild opening scene, I must say, because that bus is just swerving all over the Everywhere. place. <laughs> Everywhere. All the kids, all the ping pong balls, the ping pong the balls. Ping pong balls. Yeah. So many ping pong balls. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Yeah, and then, of course, again, we've already been talking about the problematic things uh, that's happening in this. Because I, I 
can't ignore when it comes to Korean culture how problematic things can be. They're trying to fix it. They're trying to address it, but it's really hard to bypass uh, the fat phobic thing, the whole like she has to be skinny and that no one wants you if you're not skinny and tiny and all these things. I've that was that's a running thing throughout all of Korean culture. I think there's a couple of shows that try to address that and uh, kind of like um, embrace it. But they do it in a really bad way. I, I just saw a preview of one, and it looks like she is an average woman. So she's not super, super skinny, but right. obviously thought of as chunky and or fat. Um, and the way he's wooing her is feeding her more food. And I'm like, that's just as bad. Right. As trying to make her diet. Like, this is, this is weird. But, like, that seems to be a whole, obviously, conversation. It was very slight, but the mother always talking to other women about how fat they are or uh, no one wants you really problematic um there's a lot i think they are trying not to be homophobic but a lot of the ways that they approach this like in the queer central of things in this show (laughs) it came off as homophobic am i am i reading into that i no no i don't think so but i i will say it was funny for me because i've had to kind of come to terms with this and you know like as I've gone through my my finding out how I identify and stuff and the like really being like, okay, I'm queer, is that I didn't get like the whole joke. Joke. I don't think it was a joke, but I was kind of like, wait, are they serious or not? Because they kept saying the rich guy mm-hmm. uh, was gay. Like he's into men. Yeah. And I was like, but is he? And then I was like, is this like a... <laughs> Because there's a scene where it implies that, like, he even gooped do almost kissed. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think Wait. they did kiss. I don't know if they, oh, she stopped them from kissing she as they stopped? were super drunk. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, is this this? And then it wasn't that, which is fine. But I was kind of like, wait, what's going on? And then it definitely had at the end the, the a very abusive, like, development leader at the yeah. place that was, like, leaning hard. Yeah. I mean, there was a <laughs> moment in which, like, the friend, the secretary, he, like, is trying to tell everyone I'm not gay, I'm not gay. And then the development dude is like, why are you so ashamed? Calm down. Calm down. Don't react this way. So it's kind of, like, kind of calling right. it out, but in an awful manner with the stereotypical way of right. doing things. Again, yeah, and I will say, like, the way when the character, the main character, Min Hyuk, when he talks about being accused of being gay, he never gets offended. He's never right. had a moment where he's upset by that. Like, it's no. not something that he thinks is a big deal. Yeah, he's kind of like, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, it's and, essentially like, I don't care. And like, there's a scene where, because uh, the mom is really like, wanting her daughter to get with the CEO. Essentially like, trying to give her to the CEO. Yes, like, <laughs> consummation blanket and everything. <laughs> and there's a scene where uh, they have a conversation about like, no, he's gay. And the mom is kind of like, ah. everyone has flaws. <laughs> she says every man has flaws. Look at yeah, your dad. She says, but she doesn't like, which is not the best response. Yeah. Please understand. I know that's not the best response, but it wasn't like super like, well, then kill him. Like, right. it, it was at least kind of like, 
well. <laughs> like everybody. But it was also a funny, and I don't, this could be the translation. So this is the part, like, this is, I really do get hope that I can lean into being uh, able to understand Korean, truly understand Korean, um, which I got a sad, I read a sad, sad uh, research paper saying that uh, people, adopted people, truly forget. Mm. So it's just like they never knew it. I'm like, oh. Oh, that is sad. But I spoke until I was eight. <laughs> I'm very sad about this. Um, but anyway, back to, like, because the translation may be part of this problem. I will say, for the specific uh, show and Vicky Rakuten, I don't know if they have individual translators. Like, Netflix, I think, has theirs and, and all this. They do a lot better than most by at least explaining the jokes when you don't understand. Like, they will right. tell you what this is. And I've never seen that on Netflix. Netflix will just change it all together and make mm-hmm. it a whole different thing. Like, right. I know the vast difference. I'm like, that is definitely not what they said. Like, right. <laughs> I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, but with that said, I know that one point uh, they are talking about the brother tells uh, Bong Soon that he's not gay. From a clinical point of view, he's not gay. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. That doesn't... Right. That doesn't make sense. Like, it's kind of one of those moments. I'm like, I don't... Right. I'm not sure what they're talking, how they're how they're leaning into this, other than, mm-hmm. you know, just my opinion. But I don't think this... I don't know. There's so many things that are like, okay, it's not as bad as I've seen. But it's not great. You're right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's still a problem. There's still a long mm-hmm. way to go. And then another one that I finally, like, huge, huge issue is the abuse turned comedy. Now, of course, we find out, because she's just beating on the dad. And at one point, it looks like she just beat him. Like, he has black eyes, right. all of these things. And it turned out that he literally did fall. And then she was like, I would never do that. How could you think of me that way? And then everybody's like, because you constantly berate him. And it's right. not surprising. But the fact that, that people had let it go the right. entire time until the very end when he left and finally had enough. And I'm like, why is this a comic relief? This is not comedy. I am so confused. Even to the point that she would constantly slap Bong Soon, constantly hit her. And when she lost her power, she's like, this really hurts. And even when it didn't, it hurt me. Like, having right. to explain. I'm glad that she did finally address it. But that's a common theme around mm-hmm. all the all the comedies. And I'm very, like, wow, this seems to be an okay thing. That they constantly beat their kids. They constantly beat their children. Again, that one we're talking about, uh, the heirs, which was older, like 2014, I think. They are, like, they're constantly slapping their kids, making them bleed, and just leaving it as is and no one seems to blink an eye um that i'm like is is this is this culturally like a thing that i i know different cultures we talked about this even in our uh recent episode on um motherhood and and children um and types of parenting culturally but it's shocking that it is still supervised like this in this day and age. Because, I again, this was 2017. Uh, the recent ones in 2022, 2023 still have that same same thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that is played for laughs is, is pretty concerning. And there were certainly a lot of things where I'm like, again, not unique to this at all, but like the, the kind of like playing for laughs of of that and abuses of power, like the power dynamics throughout. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Again, like he's really leaning into like, if you like me, then I'll give you this job. It feels like. 
Yes, and 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 I don't think we ever specified, but he had her essentially move into his apartment. She was sleeping in his place with the lights always on, which I found interesting. That's a constant thing. <laughs> Again, they all leave the lights on. Well, all of know. them. <laughs> It drives me crazy. It's the same thing as when their cars are always driving with their lights on. Oh. I know it has everything to do with filming, but it's yes, always on. it does. I mean, that's what I assumed, but it was just kind of, <laughs> for me, who's like, I literally are like, put blankets over like, my internet router. <laughs> this is they what turn the doing. lights off so you can see the stars. Yeah. There's a couple the of ceiling. scenes where they're off, yeah, but a, yeah, a lot yeah. of them they're on. <laughs> but yeah, right. just kind of that like, played for laughs of like, oh. He's kind of making her do all this stuff. And, and she was great. Like, she was a great actor. And it was funny to see her get so riled up and yell at him. But essentially, it's still like... <laughs> yeah, constantly making her cook and constantly yeah. eating when he eats, uh, making mm-hmm. sure he, she carries all of this stuff. There was a lot to it. Of course, like, again, this is for... This is a show. This is for laughs, all these things. But yeah, you kind of look at it like, is this, is this for real, though? Someone tell me, because I don't feel like this is for real, for real. Is it, for, is it common for supervisors to physically hit, hit their employees? Because I don't feel like that should be a thing. I don't think so either. I don't <laughs> think so either. <laughs> but yes, overall, this, is, this was one of the ones that I really do like. Again, I've talked about how sometimes when you find allegations against an actor, it ruins it. Korean culture, don't get me wrong, the sexual harassment stuff is not cool. And I mm-hmm. would never. Um, bullying is bad enough, all these things. But the Korean culture are, again, they are a lot stricter about mm-hmm. who is what. And he got dropped by his agency pretty quickly, which is kind of like a death stamp for many actors. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty unheard of yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> and again, so the couple is coming back for the new series. Apparently, the one who uh, is like the cousin of long lost cousin of Bang Soon. It's her strength and is trying to find her family. That's uh-huh. that plot. And then we see a cameo of them. Is that... Because I saw that there was going to be one on the CW. Is that what they're talking about? Oh, no. They are doing a remake with Rhonda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, that's a remake of it. Okay. And it sounds like it's a lot more serious than... Oh, I don't boy. know if they could pull off what the Korean... Mm show right. was able to pull off. I don't think they are going to be able to. It was certainly like a like I said it was a lot of like oh here's kind of our like comedy part. Here's our serial killer part. Here's yeah. our action part. Which you can pull off and it is you know like it's not like other things don't do that but I think it was sort of more shocking than a lot of shows that uh, mainstream America might be. Right. I don't know if they can translate that into... So there's so many shows, of course, like both ways, where American shows will go into a Korean cultural Mm -hmm. interpretation and then vice versa. I'm surprised that it would be Ronda Rousey. I don't think she's very relevant at this point. I don't know if this was outdated. I don't know if they're going to actually do it. Well, I guess we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll see. (laughs) Yes. Well, I had a great time. Uh, Thank you for indulging me. Oh, it was fun. Uh, Thank you. Keep keep up your suggestions. And listeners, yes. uh, We we love getting suggestions like this. Thoughts about it. uh, So, so much appreciated. Yes. So, please send those to us. Uh, You can... 
Email us at stephadmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I'm Never Told You. You can also find us on YouTube and we have a book coming out. You can pre-order it uh, at stephyshouldreadbooks.com. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you all. And thanks to you for listening. Step on Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.